Now, it's time for Spotlight on Business, where every week we put the spotlight on a different local business so you can find out how they serve you and the community. Now, from Michiana's Morning News, it's Laura Smith. Welcome to Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith. This week, as we do once a month, we focus on what is happening in the world of real estate. We have such an expert with us who does that once a month. His name is Nick Wise, and he is part of Remax Results, but he is also so much more than that. He is the president of the Elkhart County uh, National Board of Realtors. Sorry, yeah, Board just... of Realtors. He's that, and he's also the liaison to Washington, D.C., to Rudy Yockum, who is a second district congressman for a whole lot of counties. And uh, he chose Nick to be the person to represent uh, real estate, basically, for his uh, purposes. When he does go to Washington, he wants to know what's happening. He calls Nick Wise. And so grateful to have you here, Nick, per usual. Um, you always leave us with so many things that... We didn't know we were even asking, but you have the answers to them. You are so really in there. Not to mention, you're just a crackerjack re- realtor who I had myself when I bought my house here in Elkhart two and a half years ago, almost three now. And I had such a good experience with you. So you're the whole spectrum realtor, and uh, we've got a lot to learn from you. And today it's going to be interesting. We're going to talk about, well, of course, market conditions per usual, and also the NAR, the National Association of Realtors. Where should we go first? Just uh, a re- uh, kind of a, a, not a recap, but a sort of a spotlight on what is happening in real estate in Elkhart County right now. Yeah, we are. We're going to look at Elkhart County, uh, delve into a little bit of data from South Bend as well, um, and, and kind of compare and contrast those numbers and see what's going on in both markets. But I, I did want to thank you again for having me on and, and for referring to me as a crackerjack. I think it's been a while since I've, I've <laughs> <laughs> I think my grandfather was the last one to call me a crackerjack, and I love that. So thank you. Okay. Um, you know, as far as it goes right now, the market conditions have, have kind of gotten me excited. Um, I have been able to work with buyers and sellers, you know, for years, but for a while there, it was not a lot of fun helping people find a home to buy. Uh, you know, the market was somewhat toxic in that regard where you had all these multiple offers, all these homes getting sold for over their asking price, often significantly over their asking price, 20 or 30 or even $40,000 more than, a, than an already pretty elevated asking price. So, it has been so much more fun here at the start of 2023, getting to work with buyers, first-time buyers, uh, going out and looking at houses, having a night to sleep on it, and then being able to make an offer the next day and, and to have that peace of mind that uh, we don't have to have the FOMO, the fear of missing out that was so prevalent in the spring of 2022. Um, you know, and what's, spring is supposed to be a time of renewal. You know, it's supposed to be a wonderful time to go out and buy your home, especially in north-central Indiana where uh, we don't like to go out in the winter very much. Uh, so the spring, the spring buying season so far has been really wonderful, uh, and a big part of that has been what may seem counterintuitive. It's been that homes have been sitting on the market a lot longer than they had before. I know we've talked before about our traditional days on market, and a good healthy market is somewhere around sixty days on market. We call that two months of inventory, to where. If we don't get any new homes, how long does it take to sell the current inventory? Well, we're getting back to those comfortable numbers. So the latest uh, data that came in for for Elkhart County was 39 days on market, and for South Bend it was 36 days on market. So still really close together there, kind of moving together in that regard. Uh, And again, what that means is people can go out, they can shop for their home, and they don't have to have that fear that if they they list their home, it's going to sell immediately and they're going to be homeless or they're moving in with mom and dad or vice versa. Right. Now they can go out and have a normal home buying and shopping experience. 
Yeah, interesting. And then also, well, you don't have that fear of, you know, if I try to negotiate on price, I'm just going to be knocked out of the running because 14 people have offered over asking and also have offered to have no inspection done. So that that's all kind of calming down as well. It is. Thank goodness. Yeah. Our, our loan to value um, is what we refer to it. I'm sorry, that's the correct term. Loan to value is a relevant term, but um, basically, our listing price to sales price is down to 97% now, which again is getting back to more normalized numbers. So, if a home is priced for $100,000, buyers are getting it for $97,000. Not a tremendous discount, which you don't want a huge discount because now that points to kind of a substandard market where, where buyers have too much power. But we're getting back to that point where buyers are getting better prices. They're able to negotiate discounts. They're able to negotiate sometimes seller's assistance. So, for the, uh, you know, typically the lower income or the first time home buyers, they often have enough for their down payment, but they don't have enough for some of their closing costs. So the seller is actually allowed to pay for those closing costs. And for, you know, for the first time in about two and a half years, we're seeing that happen again to where mm. buyers are able to make those types of offers. They're still appetizing for the, for the seller, and they're getting those deals done. What is this whole thing about inventory? That Because we're still doing reports here on the morning news that uh, they, there's just not enough housing. Is, it, is this something that local politicians are saying because maybe they want to uh, affect something or they're getting money from the government and they need to like come up with uh, you know more affordable housing or something? What, what's going on there? Because it seems to be a little bit different than what you're actually saying. And you're you're the one that knows exactly what's going on in the market. So why are they, we're hearing people say that. Yeah, inventory is absolutely still an issue out there. And, and you know, I spoke about the 39 days in Elkhart, the 36 days in South Bend. Those are still, you know, almost half of what a normal market would be. So we're still in a low, low inventory situation. And it's interesting that you mentioned uh, the legislature's um, Doug Miller, who's one of our House reps down at the state level, um, has a new bill that he's proposed, and I believe it's already passed through the House and it's being discussed in the Senate. I'd have to double check that, but but uh, it's HB 1005, um, and and if you know, they typically assign the the more pertinent um, House bills lower numbers, so a thousand would be the lowest. So this is 1005, so it's definitely got everybody's attention. It's got bipartisan support, and and a big part of what it's going to try to do is to make it more feasible uh, for home builders. To build homes because we need that inventory. We don't just need used inventory. We need new home inventory. Um, that's going to help fill that gap and and create that that inventory level to to get it back to a more sustainable market around sixty days on market. So yeah, it's it's still an issue. It's an issue nationally. There's different pockets around the nation that have been been affected differently. You know, there are still pockets where where the market is so oversaturated with buyers um, who have come back into the market as rates have pulled down that they're still seeing four or five offers on a lot of their homes. And we're seeing some of that in St. Joe and Elkhart County as well. It's just not to the level that it was. Mm -hmm. And so the houses, you say that the building houses now is a thing that's important. They need new housing. What is the price point that people are really, what's the sweet spot for, for really the majority of the people who are looking for new homes right now? What are they willing to spend? Yeah, yeah. So it, it, you know, usually when you talk about a new home, it kind of breaks down to the dollar per square footage. You know, for your standard sixteen hundred square foot, three bed, two bath home, you know, are they willing to to pay two hundred and fifty dollars a square foot? You know, when when ten years ago it was one hundred and twenty five dollars a square foot. Um, you know, we're seeing some of those costs pull back too. And part of that legislation that uh, Representative Miller did propose, it should go and and help that as well. You know, if if we can pass on some savings to the home builders, that's going to in turn turn right back around and pass it to the home buyers. 
So what we're really looking at there is a lower cost of, of the goods. You know, lumber obviously was insane uh, about a year and a half ago, and that's pulled way back into a, a more manageable market. So the cost that goes into the building of the home is down. Um, and then, of course, that means the price that the buyer has to pay at the end of the day is down as well. And how about supply? Um, remember when I bought my house almost three years ago with you, uh, that was we were in a sweet spot. But pretty much six months later, you couldn't get an item. And it without waiting for sometimes up to a year for it, whether it was a an appliance or a piece of plywood. So where are we with that now? Yeah, it's getting a lot better there too. I, I know what you mean. You know, it, it, something would go wrong in an inspection um, if we had them, and they'd say, "Okay, we're going to need to replace that certain item, whatever it may be." And then it's it's an issue of can we even replace it before closing, which is thirty days away. Can we get can we get a washing machine from you know from a an appliance outlet within thirty days? And that seems like a an uncommon thing, and it was. Um, that has improved quite a bit as well. You know, I don't think it's back to. Uh, I hate to say pre-COVID levels for everything, but that's really where everything started to go astray. I don't think we're quite back there, but we're getting really, really close to it again. So, again, just a more normalized market condition. I live down near what they're they're calling now the River District in Elkhart, and there's lots of these really quite beautiful apartments going up. And I know the same thing is happening here, you know, in South Bend, Mishawaka, these areas as well. Is there such a demand now for rentals that that's why we're seeing such a boom in this? What What is fueling this uh, this rise in, in apartments uh, for rent. Yeah, a lot of it was buyers leaving the market, um, you know, due, due to frustration or just inability to afford the home that they could have afforded before. When rates jumped up, you know, there goes your payments, too. And so the, the amount of home that they could afford went way down. Um, so we did. We saw a lot of people step out of the, the buying and they moved right into the renting market. So what happens when demand goes up for something? So does the price. So um, as inventory stayed really low, we saw that get kind of worse and worse. And it's that's still a little bit of an issue right now. You know, a lot of the buying that was fueled there in the spring of 2022 and, and most of 2021 uh, was in part fueled by the investors. They, you know, kind of saw what was coming uh, just like everybody else and said, okay, we want to get our our purchases made now before rates go up and they were willing to pay more to help that happen you know so they were they were a big part of paying $20,000 over asking price they wanted to lock in those low 3% interest rates cuz they kind of saw the writing on the wall so as they've stepped away as well with the higher interest rates now that means less investors buying as well less rental properties available so that issue has not really calmed itself quite as well as the uh, the overall housing market has still very hard to find a rental. I had a long conversation with a friend the other night who's been renting for the past, oh my goodness, probably six years or something. And I keep, I've been telling her for the last four years, you shouldn't you be maybe, you know, investing in a house so that at least, you know, you're, $2,500 a month, whatever you're paying, you know, is going towards your the equity in your home or something. So, but I don't know where I want to live yet, and I don't know what I want to do. And it's just been so the other night, she, she basically said, oh, I'm burning through my savings. And I said, well, yeah, you know, because it's all going to rent and you don't own anything. So I'm just, you know, am I right? And I, it's not a right, wrong thing, but I, and I hope I'm not leading her astray, but I keep trying to say, do what you can to try to to find it, even if it's a small place, it's yours at least. You own it. It's going to eventually, you know, uh, it be good investment because real estate generally is right. I mean, even in the hardest of times, real estate may take a hit, but it always comes back. 
Yeah, it does. And and as we've said before, you're living in the United States of America. You're the value of your home is going to increase. You know, you may have to stay there a little longer than you thought. You know, sometimes you buy and the market starts to pull back. Okay, you try and sell six months later, not going to work out great. But if you can stay there for five or seven years, that's almost a guarantee that you're going to make money on that home. Um, I often look at you know myself being a young person when I bought my first home and uh, selling that six years later and getting that check in my hand. Uh, that was a pretty phenomenal moment and a realization for me that wow, that was a giant savings vessel. You know, every month you're making your payments, you're not thinking necessarily like, okay, exactly this much is going to principal, and I'm paying this much in interest. A lot of people aren't looking at their amortization tables um, every day. I do now because that's mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of what I've become. But uh, you, that's exactly what you're doing when you're making your mortgage payments. You're paying a portion of your your living expenses to a savings account. Um, whereas opposed to you know when you're renting, you're you're essentially paying 100 um, percent towards towards someone else's savings account, and so that's that's the difficulty of renting, especially renting long term. There are times when it's certainly necessary for folks to rent, and I'm not going to say don't ever rent; it's never a good decision. But if you want to treat your housing as a savings vessel, you should make sure that you get out there and that you get yourself a home. Nick Wise is the voice you're hearing on the radio right now. He is an expert in all things real estate, holds many different positions, actually, within real estate beyond being a realtor. As I said, a crackerjack one at that. Um, So good at what he does. He's sold so many homes and he's won awards so many times. But he's also uh, now helping out Rudy Ockham, second district uh, congressman in Michiana and uh, really knows everything that's going on with the whole state of real estate and also how it is being affected by our government and everything else. So we're glad to have him here always to help us on. when If you want to find uh, your next home uh, for your life, Nick Wise is the one to call, and he's easy to find at his website, nickwise.com. And how do you spell that? It's N-I-C-W-Y-S-E.com. When we come back, more, and we're going to be talking about the National Association of Realtors and what that means. Don't go away. It's Spotlight on Business.